I do have one question though, because this often comes up, and it's it's a, it's a topic for debate, Lynette, and which is if our if your child gets into let's say Stanford or Harvard, mm-hmm. in that case where you know job placement is just so very strong, uh, and great job placement is so very strong with those graduates, is it okay? Is it pa- is it is it relatively less damaging to take out say a hundred to $200,000 in student loans, uh, which I, I mean, my feeling is no. But I want to know, I mean, in the grand scheme of life, perhaps if you get into Harvard, is it worth it? Because if you're going to graduate and make, you know, six figures in your 20s, perhaps because of your brand name education, what do you think? Um, my answer is no, it's not worth it. Um, and here's the reason why. First, you have to understand the financial aid policies and the aid policies in general at these schools. You mentioned two different ones, Harvard, Stanford, obviously both excellent schools. Some families mistakenly think like, oh, my kid is such an academic standout or he's gifted in athletics or in the arts or um, in something else and they're going to get a a merit-based scholarship. Well, none of the Ivy League schools offer merit-based scholarships. They only offer need-based scholarships, which are, um, which is institutional aid, in effect, that is based on a family's income and assets. So fortunately, places like Harvard and Princeton and Yale have very generous need-based policies. And they're able to do that, of course, because they have very strong, very large endowments. You know, alum have, they've received tons of donations, alumni give back, that kind of thing. So it's, it's possible that if you get into, say, a Harvard or a, a Princeton, your, your, your actual net cost, what you'll have, have to pay is going to be less than, say, a public university, which doesn't have as much resources, which um, even though that school might be a lower price school, you might end up getting more aid from, say, a Stanford or, or a Yale. And, and Stanford, obviously not in the Ivy League um, system, but, but also a school that has um, good financial aid policies. So, but now to answer the question about whether or not it's worth it to say, take on $100,000 to $150,000 worth of student loan debt, my answer would be no. To me, that means you haven't picked the right exact fit. Now, obviously, there'll be some people who uh, disagree with me who say, listen, I'm telling you. But it's Harvard. Exactly. But it's Harvard. My daughter is in this situation. So we're going to see if I'm going to put my money where my mouth is, because one of the schools to which she's applied is Penn. And she'll find out March 31st if if she has gotten in. And she'll also find out what kind of aid, if any, they're going to give to our family. Now, the other school, she she applied to eight schools. She's heard from four. She's gotten into all four. Um, Only one of them thus far do we know her financial aid status. And they actually gave her a generous amount of aid. But it was not based on our financial our family's financial standing, it was a merit-based scholarship because she's a National Merit Scholar. So she has one offer for full tuition. Whoa. And, that, and that's from Fordham University. Um, the other three schools she's gotten accepted into are University of Virginia, University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, and University of Texas at Austin. Again, all great schools. In my head, I'm so glad that my daughter is not a brand-conscious kid who's like, uh, only you know, Penn or only... Um, Emory, which is another school she's applied to and she is, you know, waiting to hear from. So 
are we going to look at the financial aid package? Absolutely. We're going to see, you know, but but if any of the schools are acceptable to us, and in truth, all eight of them are excellent schools, and I'd be happy and she'd be happy at any of the eight, then it comes down to A, fit for her, where's the best program? Is she going to be in the honors program? Is she going to be um, able to study abroad? All of the things that were on her sort of checklist. And so um, finances play a role, of course, but all other things being equal, if she were, say, accepted into Wharton, which is she wants to study marketing as an undergraduate, and, and she applied to a special, a special program, um, um, the Huntsman program, which is you know, another, again, these are very difficult schools to get into in the first place, um, and even more selective when you get to specialty areas. But do I think a Wharton education would be worth it for her um, and to get an undergraduate business degree from Penn? Um, her, her dad went to, to, to Penn. He, had, he got his master's degree and his PhD from Penn. Yes, I fully support, appreciate, and understand and know the value of a Wharton degree, of, a, of an Ivy League degree, et cetera. But, but let's say that um, Penn said, okay, on a need basis, we're going to give you $5,000. And then the other $60,000 would be for us to pay. And then let's say um, Emery. That'll or, buy her lunch, by the way, $5,000. <laughs> exactly. School cafeteria. Right. And let's say one of the other, you know, or several other schools said, here, we'll give you, you know, $45,000. So you guys would just have to pay $20,000. Ultimately, it comes down to, as I, as I even wrote in College Secrets, do you think that that education is $40,000 a year better than, say, the, the, the next school on the list? And that's a judgment call that, that many have to make. Um, in her case, again, I think she's fortunate to be, you know, to, to choose from a, a, a range of very excellent schools, all of which have excellent placement, graduation rates, et cetera. And um, no, I just don't feel that it's worth it to, because I know having lived it and then having, you know, talked to and coached so many people that A, there are no guarantees um, and that B, even though you might think that, okay, I'm gonna be making $124,000 a year, we need to be realistic about what we're talking to, you know, some of these students about in terms of the trajectory of their career path. And while it's the case that you can look online and see average earnings or mid or mid career earnings of X, and it'll be a nice six figure salary. The reality is that for for most and for and obviously depends on your major and you know what your career choice is going to be. But for most, they're not going to come out of school making six figures. Um, and so, and even if they do, those are going to be young 20 something adults who have to learn to manage money wisely. And are probably going to be for the first time in their lives on their own, they might relocate, they might need to, you know, uh, travel for business. And so all of the, uh, sort of natural evolution in terms of what happens once you become an adult and stop living off the bank of mom and dad. They're going to have to figure out, you know, how to juggle the rent or the mortgage payment if they buy a home at an early age. They're going to have to figure out how to pay their own car payment and utility bills and cell phone and 
nights out with the with the friends and and all of those other expenses. So it's like winning the lottery <laughs> all yeah, of a sudden. But, but my point is that it, it, it's not just student loans alone. None of this exists in a vacuum or in a, in a sort of an isolation where you can just say, okay, I could swing four hundred or five hundred dollar a month student loan payments. Okay, maybe you can if that was your only bill. But what about your rent? What about your car note? What about your insurance? What about your health care payments? What about taxes? What you know, everything else. And that's the reality. And that's why we're seeing so many millennials who are struggling with debt, a lot of it student loan debt, some credit card debt and others who are making, you know, who are having to make serious choices and are making in some cases life decisions based on the amount of debt that they had. Some are putting off buying homes, some are putting off marriage, some are putting off kids. And so the consequences of going into debt extend well beyond dollars and cents. It's not just about the money and can I afford or can I repay this? It's about making sure that you have the life that you want. And so I wouldn't want my child to be cash strapped. I wouldn't want her to be stressed, nor would I want her career choices to be limited just because she feels like, huh, okay, I have to go work at XYZ company. Right to make a six-figure salary just to repay all these uh, student loans. 